Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about the layers of the Earth. It's important to realise that our planet isn't homogeneous throughout. It isn't exactly the same in composition and what the rock material looks like from the outside surface all the way through to the very centre. And in fact, it is broken up into a number of layers that we can identify in two ways. The first way is to look at the layers based on chemistry, or if you like more simply, what type of minerals would we find there? And based on chemistry, we really have three major layers of our planet. The outer layer, the layer that we all walk around on, we call the crust. And the crust is made up of rocks of every sort, type and description that you can think of. Igneous, sedimentary and metamorphic with a whole variety of compositions. And so the chemistry is that the rocks are made up of silicate minerals with some associated other minerals in varying proportions depending where you are and how those rocks formed. The crust also varies in thickness. In some places, it's around about five kilometres thick, like on the ocean floors, and in other places, it can be 70 kilometres thick in the highest mountain ranges. But remarkably, the crust only makes up about 1% of volume of our entire planet. Below the crust is the thickest layer of our planet, and that is called the mantle. The mantle is made up of a series of rock materials that are made up of minerals like olivine, garnet and pyroxene. And the chemistry is fairly consistent from the top of the mantle through to the bottom of the mantle. And that thickness is around about 2,850 kilometres thick. Then finally, right at the centre of the Earth, there is the core. The core is around about 2,200 kilometres thick and is made up principally of iron, nickel and some minor other heavy elements like gold and platinum and palladium. So by chemistry of loan, we've identified three layers, the crust, the mantle and the core. And while this is a simple way to classify the layers of the planet, in reality, it's a lot more complex than that, especially when we look at the mechanical properties of the layers. So let's put the simple chemistry classification aside for one moment and talk about the mechanical properties of the layers. What I mean by the mechanical properties is how those layers react to things like earthquake waves going through them. And that tells us whether the layers are solid, liquid, or somewhere in between, a property that we refer to as being plastic. So let's start at the very beginning on the outside layer of our planet. And this layer we call the lithosphere. The lithosphere is the rocky hard outer shell of the earth and it is made up of all of those same rocks that we talked about in the crust 
igneous, sedimentary and metamorphic rocks of all different types and descriptions, but it is also made up of the hard, rocky part of the upper mantle. The lithosphere is hard and brittle, so when things move around, the rocks have a tendency to try to fold or break or shatter. And certainly, while there may be some blobs of molten rock in the lithosphere, the lithosphere itself acts like a solid. It is the lithosphere on our planet that is split up into the Earth's tectonic plates. So a tectonic plate is not just a crustal plate, but a plate made up, the top is the crust, and the bottom of the plate is the hard, rocky part of the mantle. So we should really refer to them as lithospheric plates, plates that are slabs of the lithosphere. Below the lithosphere is an area of the mantle rocks that are very plastic and in places actually molten and this material can move around and flow and we call this layer the asthenosphere. The lithospheric plates are sliding around on this layer that we call the asthenosphere and heat from deeper in the earth can form convection currents to occur in the asthenosphere that can drag the lithospheric plates above around and around the surface of the planet. And this is essentially how plate tectonics is driven. Now, as we go deeper in the earth, because just of the pressure of the overlying material, the asthenosphere becomes more brittle again and we refer to the rest of this layer as the mesospheric mantle. And here the rocks are not liquid and they are not even plastic, but fairly solid in their nature. And then we have an incredibly dramatic change in the properties of the layers when we reach the next layer, which is the outer core. The outer core is a liquid. The material it's made up of, even under that great pressure, can stay as a liquid, and the material in the outer core is moving around the inner core. The final layer, the complete center of our planet, is the inner core, which chemically is the same as the outer core, but the huge pressures of the layers above have made the inner core become a solid again. Because the inner core is moving inside the outer core, or the outer core material is flowing around the inner core, forms the Earth's electromagnetic field. That field is what our compass needles line up to to show us what is north and south, and that field also blocks a lot of the radiation that is being emitted from our sun on a constant basis, and that radiation gets trapped by the magnetic field and deflected. And so in summary, looking at the mechanical properties of the layers, we have the outer layer as the lithosphere, then the asthenosphere, then the mesospheric mantle, then the outer core, then the inner core. So that's it for this episode, but I hope I've given you a greater understanding of the layers of our planet 
the terms that we use for them and why we give them those terms. But as always, if you're interested in more information about earth science, please come check us out at geoetcetera.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C dot com. If you're a school teacher and you want activities, please check out our member resources on our page or even contemplate coming with us on one of our field adventures each year. But for now, just keep on rocking.